You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Greg Harris from Vitacorpo, which let's talk a little bit about that. Now, our country is always looking for ways to safely return workers uh, to offices right now, specifically during COVID. We want businesses open. But, you know, right now we have a second surge of COVID that's really threatening that setback. Now, you know, employee health surveys are one way that we can we can work to, to, to achieve that. But wouldn't it be easier to have a data-driven way for employees to test their own health before they even leave home? Well, yeah, there's an app for that. There's an app for everything. But this is an app that's going to be really important to really get us back to where we want to be. Now, a Charlotte-based app developer has created a way for workers to check their own temperature and blood oxygen levels and repeat it directly to an app to share with their employer. It's a cool new way to use technology to solve a problem. And their CEO is here with us today, Greg Harris, on the Brand Butters Podcast to tell us all about it. I think it's a topic that will be very interesting and we have a lot of questions. But Greg, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Brand Butters Podcast. Thank you for having me. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Greg. Thank you very much, man. What a cool thing you have going on here, bud. It's uh, Tell us a little bit. How does this work? Well, uh, so Vita Corpo is a a COVID-19 response management platform. And within that platform, you're, you're looking at how to re- remote monitor uh, the temperature and the blood oxygen level uh, of, of employees, students, or whomever it might be, uh, and collect health survey information, uh, which is things that they're doing manually today. Uh, it provides real-time data analytics uh, upon uh, interface with the system so employers can make real-time business decisions. Uh, athletic directors and coaches uh, in school can make real-time you know, school decisions about you know, whether to have class, uh, are we having an outbreak, do we have hot spots, and things of that nature in a real-time perspective. Uh, also being able to look at historical data from a reporting perspective just to kind of look at the trends of what's happening in your community. Uh, Vita Corpo provides an avenue to do contact tracing. Uh, contact tracing, you know, as we are fighting this pandemic, you know, we're hoping to get rid of it, but the likelihood is that we will be doing this for a while. But as you identify uh, a possible infection within uh, the community, you're able to take that host and trace back to people in which that host has been uh, around uh, within a certain span, time limit, and distance, and also quarantine and, and, and check those individuals to ensure that they have not been infected. We also provide a management hub. And when I say management hub, you're essentially doing all of this uh, in real time on one platform. But one of the things that has been uh, eluding the community today is the ability to manage all of this information. So if I have a person who's been quarantined, you know, how do I know how long that person has been in quarantine? Who put that person on quarantine? When is that person supposed to return? When does that person need to go take a test? You know, do I need that employee or student or student athlete to stay home for today until we further investigate uh, the situation? All of these things are being managed within our hub, right? So one place to manage everything. 
And then we have, how do we do that? So now we're looking at, you know, the wearable, which is the watch. Uh, we're looking at the, uh, the temperature, uh, uh, checks and the blood oxygen check with our Bondo, which allows you to do all these things prior to even entering into anyone's environment so that you will have a pass fail or workplace ready or not workplace ready indication prior to even leaving home. Right. So you also have the ability to say if the individual devices are, 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 are price prohibitive because there's so many people. If you want to allow yourself to do a kiosk scanning, then you can do that as well. So you can do scanning, you know, through a kiosk on a, an iPad or tablet or our scanning devices and associate that person's image to their uh, account. And, and that temperature check would be put into their account and provide them on the spot, you know, pass or fail or workplace ready uh, to enter any facility. Uh, and a lot of things that we do, when you put all of these things in a hub, you want to be notified. So now instead of having someone going through, you know, if you have 400 athletes, checking 400 athletes, depending on where that athlete is in the process, being notified of there is a problem within the communities, that there is a person who has failed. Now, what does that person need to do? Versus looking every day, trying to figure out what's happening, you're actually being provided a snapshot of real-time information and push notification to uh, how to handle that, that, that situation within your community. So that's the basic platform of Vita Corpo. Uh, and we're just we're happy to be a part of something to help uh, our country in this particular time and people who are trying to get back to work. We understand that the economy is is is, is important, but foremost, you know, we need to make sure that we're healthy and we have something in place that can manage our return. And that's what Vita Corpo is going to provide for you. I love that. I want to um, go into something quickly. And I think you know, through over the the last year. The the one word that comes to mind is the unknown, right? Like that is something that I think scares a lot of people. Nobody knows like, how do we manage this? How do we live with COVID? How do we continue to live our lives, but do that in a safe way? This seems like the key to that, uh, or at least one of those keys that can support that. What is the feedback that you've received from business owners, from athletic directors uh, on on not only how they implement this or if they already have implemented and what has the success rate been uh, so far? So some of the feedback that we received um, pre Vita Corpo is that it has been very difficult uh, to maintain operations because now you're having people who are really an athletic director, an athletic trainer with their day-to-day -day job being on top of that, put place the responsibility of, hey, we need to manage this COVID-19 uh, outbreak in, in our community. And how do we do that? So now you take a full-time person whose job is to take care of athletes, and now you tell them, okay, on top of that, we need you to start documenting and coming up with a plan and procedures uh, to manage the athletes. And so it's just unattainable. Mm -hmm. You might do, you know, uh, a small percentage of them correctly, however, Ultimately, you're going to start missing things because there's only 24 hours in a day. And so instead of you having to go out and expense, uh, bringing on more resources and things of that nature, Vita Corporal allowed them to come in and say, OK, 
Now, instead of having people at the door wonder if they're going to show up on time for this particular workout at 530 in the morning, uh, they can self-entry self -entry and be approved without anyone else being there. So for the cost of what they're paying, uh, and you can just look at it from roughly 30 to $50 a, a year for an individual, that is definitely less expensive than having an army of people trying to come up with the management of it. Now, the one thing I want to be very clear on is that when you look at Vita Corpo, no application, no technology solves problems. What Vita Corpo does is it takes policies and procedures uh, that has been placed, uh, put in place by the college or the business or the CDC and allows you to manage those policies and procedures automatically, right? And so what we have done is taken all of those things that we've received from feedback from the medical community, from the athletic community, from the business community, and just from the community at large, even down to the family level of all the hardship that they have and came up with a process within an application that allow them to manage that automatically. I am backing up just a little bit. You're the CEO of this organization. I'm fascinated by how quickly you came to market with a tool. Do you have a background in, in healthcare or app development? What, what exactly is your background? And is this in addition to something you've already developed or is this a new company and a new avenue for you? So I'll start with the last question. This is a new company. Uh, my background, uh, I'm a computer science major uh, out of Jackson State University. Uh, so that has always been uh, my passion. Um, I left Jackson State and, and started to play professional football, but I always maintain my off-season interaction with technology, doing, you know, small stints with uh, state agencies and doing some consulting work so that I was advanced enough on the technology. So after my career, I could walk into other opportunities. Those opportunities stemmed into consulting. Uh, and then from consulting, it, it stemmed into uh, me owning a company. So I started a company called Z-Corp Business Solutions. Uh, we did a lot of work for the, the Department of Defense, uh, the state and local government, in which we integrated a lot of applications uh, from the DOD perspective that were health applications. Uh, my last stint uh, was with a company called MediMobile, where I was the chief strategy officer and the chief operating officer. And with MediMobile, I worked with hospital and physician group to integrate solutions for health data, right? And so when I was approached uh, by uh, Herman, uh, it was a no-brainer. Herman and I went to high school together, and he and I had been having conversations over and over. And we both went through a scenario where we had family members who were either dying from COVID are being affected by COVID. And so with our demographic background, you know, we're one of the highest uh, affected population, you know, in the country. And that's due to a whole lot of things that, you know, we can't control. But what we looked at is a way that we could, you know, give back to our community. And how could we, uh, regardless of what your, what your status was, your color was, provide a opportunity for people to be safe during this, this pandemic? Right. This pandemic is something that no one wants. However, it is a reality for a whole lot of people. 
and we have a whole lot of depth that we can't explain. And so that kind of pushed me into accepting this opportunity when I was uh, approached by Herman. And I don't want to be disrespectful. His name is Herman Hill. He's our chief marketing officer. When I was approached by Herman, you know, I, I immediately said, you know, yes, this is something that I want to do. My brother's going through this. My, my relatives are going through this. We've had people to die from this. And it became more of a passion. So when you ask, is there something else? This is what we're doing. Have we done other things? Absolutely. But this is a, something that has been evolutionary, is evolving as we go. And to your earlier point, you know, as this name moves and evolves, we are agile enough to move and evolve with it. So at this particular point, when you look at Vita Corpo as a platform, we have all of these things in place. The next thing that's in place is once we start doing vaccination, you know, where are we with that? And now when we move to a point where we have, you know, COVID-19 in, in control, if you could ever say that, now what's the next infectious disease that we tackle, right? So this platform is not going to just be here for COVID-19, but it's going to be here for being able to do remote uh, vital uh, monitoring and management of any pandemic or infectious disease that might come out of COVID. I would think that obviously you're really on to something. Um, me being an employer uh, and working through leadership this year has been extremely challenging, and we're a smaller organization. I can't imagine being a government official or whomever you mentioned that's spearheading these things for companies. But uh, it would seem like it, it Vita Corpo is how I pronounce it, right? Vita Corpo? Vita Corpo. Vita, Vita Corpo. Yes, uh, I apologize for that. Um, it seems like that's something that every employer would want uh, because it, it will help, you know, put the ease, uh, the, the folks, employees' mind at ease and all of that. Um, uh, we're really struggling, right? Like we've got half our team at home. We've got half our team in the office. We're being safe. We're, we've been successful at it thus far. Um but yeah, like a tool like this would be extremely helpful. So thank you for for being innovative there. And uh, I'm curious on the feedback you're hearing so far. The feedback that we are getting is that people are excited about the platform. Uh, we have um, some large universities uh, at the Division One and Division One AA and Division Two uh, that we're working with. Uh, that. You know, for a lot of the Division One AA schools, the FCS schools, they are not playing at this moment. But what they are doing is preparing for uh, the return to the football field um, and in February. And so we are gearing up, uh, doing onboarding, uh, understanding business requirements from them to ensure that you know the the product works as they need it to work in their environment. And we're being agile enough to, if there's something that we see along the way that we go, you know, this would be a, a, an added incentive. We, you know, we're agile development uh, company. So we, we make those changes because we control the code, right? Um, we've gotten great reviews. Um, you know, people, you know, they ask the questions as well. When did you start? Well, <laughs> we started when COVID-19 became an issue. So yes, we are new to the market. However, we're not new to the market. We have experience and background that allows us to be successful and not just starting a company, but being able to uh, quickly develop incentives to situations or problems 
that that uh, exist in our community. And that's why uh, Vita Corpo exists today. So yeah, very good reviews. Um, I sleep well at night because it's, we're not making uh, a ton of money. This is not the millionaire, billionaire uh, scenario, but we feel like millionaires and billionaires because this is something that's real. And because it's so personal to us, uh, it, it, it just makes sense. I mean, we have a great uh, chief product officer in, in Joseph uh, Holmes who who listens very well. We work very well together. And as he and his team receive these requirements, you know, he's that person working in the middle of the night, making sure that what I told that person we could do, we get it done. And I appreciate that. So we're very excited. And, and the feedback has been great. I'm sorry for the long way around to that answer, but the feedback has been great. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I mean, you know, my, uh, my dad always talked about leaving a legacy, leaving a legacy. And it's not about how much money you make. It's about the impact you have on others and you have on your community. And, and you're doing that. Um, you're taking the skills that you've, you've learned throughout and, and matching that up with others to do the, do the best thing that, that I could see out there. I mean, obviously I, I think this is amazing. I do want to ask you, you know, you look at, I'm, I'm a, a huge athlete. I played division one college soccer and it's interesting to see how these athletic departments are uh, maneuvering around this. I, I can't imagine being on a college campus right now during COVID. Uh, it would just be a very interesting uh, scenario. But you look at the NFL recently, they just imposed their intensive coronavirus protocols. Uh, is this something that either the NFL is looking at? Because to me, I would think that this would be something that everyone should look at. Um, honestly, I don't know why a company would not want to have this. I'm, I'm on your website and looking at, at what the platform looks like. And it seems very easy. Uh, it seems very streamlined and you could literally open up uh, the app and know exactly, you know, who's there, who's who's been able to, to be safe, to be able to come into work. And if they're not, you can adjust immediately. So I'm interesting um, with things starting to ramp up. Is your phone just ringing off the hook? And and what is that looking like from this perspective where maybe people are like, oh, we don't need it. We, we have it under control. But now they don't. Well, very good question. So let me put it to you this way. The one thing that we are very good at is being innovative. And because we're obviously speaking with you today, you know, we are trying to get the word out. Um, when you look at the media um, circle today and the things that we're talking about, you know, what we're trying to do is say, hey, yes, we know that this is an issue. Here is a solution. And this allows us to have that platform to be able to speak to what the solution does to help. Uh, when it goes down to, you know, like the NFL and things of that nature. Uh, we are working with inroads to get there. There are protocols that they are utilizing in place. But when you look at the NBA's success of having um, the wearables and doing constant checking, at a very minimum cost, that's what the Corpo is providing in the management structure of all of that data in the management structure of being able to communicate directly with the with the players or employees. So we are trying to get that word out and let people know that, you know, we're here. Uh, and this is a great opportunity for us to be able to do that. And we welcome, you know, any other opportunities. Have we been in meetings every day, all day? We have. Um, but as you're working with uh, prospective uh, verticals within uh, the medical uh, arena within the state and local government, which are your state, you know, um, universities and things. And there's a procurement process that we have to go through 
And we're going through those processes with uh, uh, several of those uh, individuals or entities at this moment. So if I'm wrong, this was developed in Charlotte. Is that correct? Tell us the connection to Charlotte since we are are based here. We'd love to, to, to understand that. Absolutely. So Herman Hill and Joseph Holm are natives of, of Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, like I said earlier, I am from Austin, Texas, but my connection to uh, Vita Corpo was with Herman Hill, a longtime friend that I grew up with. And so the development has been because Joseph Holmes is in North Carolina and so is Herman. They've worked there locally. So when I came aboard, I was not, you know, from the absolute beginning, but from uh, the initial start, that's how we became more of a North Carolina-based company. So when I come to face-to-face, that's where I fly to, which is why I will be seeing you guys hopefully get an opportunity to see you face-to-face. So. Absolutely. I'm curious what uh, what NFL teams you play for. Well, I, I started with the CFL, with the uh, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, I left Saskatchewan, went to the Houston Oilers in 92. Um, I was with them for a very small stint, but then I shortly retired because of injuries. Uh, and I, I retired because I, I started to have a mindset that I wanted to start a family, all the different moving and traveling things. So it was a, it was a a decision that, you know, I made because of the love of the game. So that's kind of how I got started. I love it. You were, you were a wide receiver, weren't you? I was. Look at I that. was. I was an All-American. I led the country uh, in return. So I was an All-American a collegiate player uh, from the from the return perspective. I love that. Well, I was. Uh, you know, I was. I I do my research before we come on the podcast, and I saw all your stats, and I saw how tall you are, and you know, I'm a short guy as well. And you I was like, I, I, hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Follow, follow with me, Greg. Okay. So, so I, I'm a short guy too. And I was a goalkeeper in college for, uh, for Georgia Southern University. And my entire life, I was told you're too short. You're too short. You'll never get to that level. And although I didn't, you know, play professionally afterwards, it was amazing to be able to achieve something that everybody told me I couldn't do at such a young age. And I know on the football field, I never played football because I was told you're too small to play football. But you know what? Maybe if I had Greg's mindset, I'd be on the damn football field too, and it would have been great. Hey, I, I understand and, and was told the same thing. Um, my initial stint into getting into football, I was told for a week I could not get on the bus. And the, the exact quote from the coach was, little man, you're too small. And so that coach today says is the best decision he's ever made when he allowed me on the bus finally. That's what's and up. so that has been my driving point of my life of people saying what I could not do. Uh, you would never be able to play professional football because you're too small. And and I've taken that and, and that has been a driving force in business. That has been something that has driven me. Uh, I am a second generation professional athlete. My father played with the Atlanta Falcons. Nice. And my son is a third generation professional athlete where he played with the Los Angeles Dodgers and back full circle to football. Now he's getting his master's and playing his final season at Prairie View A&M University and he's about to enter into the 2021 draft for the NFL. So, you know, while we're an athletic family, we've also had a motto of God, family, education, uh, and then whatever else we want to do. So that's been working fine for us. 
Well, I'm glad I asked that question because that's awesome right there. And I, you know, I'm the same, I'm the same way. I, sports plays a huge role in my life, although I'm, I'm not obviously playing right now or really in the sports world. It drives me uh, every day. And I think the competition, the teamwork, there's a lot of things that athletes can learn specifically when you go into the college level. Um, so if, if you're a business out there and you're looking to, to hire somebody, go find an athlete, go find somebody that's, that struggled to, to get to where they are and maybe they succeeded. And that's going to be somebody that'll fight for you. And if you can transition that competitiveness into the business world, you'll have somebody that's a gym, uh, for your team. So thank yeah, you, you for will. sharing that. Yeah, you will. Hey, Scott, I appreciate that. Absolutely. I appreciate that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm from a marketing perspective, I'm curious, and you may or may not have been involved on this side of it, but your website, it's beautiful. You have have purples and 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 uh, very warm tones, and I notice you're wearing a purple shirt today. I'm just I'm branding, curious, baby, branding. Yeah, I'm curious where the thought process came of of the colors used there. If if you know the answers to that, and well, um, yeah. So we you know we have marketing people um, that work with the product uh, officer of the company, and you know they come up with you know from our background, our history, and our passion of of what we're doing, you know, what colors represent us well. And so that's kind of how, you know, you came up with the different purples and blues uh, that's associated with the website. I could tell you that there is a personal uh, interest in the blue. Uh, Herman and myself are from a fraternity called Phi Beta Sigma. And so there's always some blue from our fraternity perspective. So there you go. Well, it's good looking, man. Uh, Whoever did your website development, it it looks... It looks really, really good. It's very clean and to the point. Know. Yeah. I will let them know, and thank you for that compliment. Absolutely. I want to ask you a question, uh, if you can answer this, on Herman. Um, it seems like he has a, a very strong background, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, in the healthcare space. Um, That's correct. And so he did actually work with Pfizer from 97 to 2018. You now know that Pfizer's coming out with potentially the first vaccine um, not sure exactly when that will launch, but I, it seems like that's getting on the escalator to, to get that into development. Uh, is there a tie-in with that? Because obviously, I think once the vaccine, you mentioned this, starts getting out, that's something that will also be able to be tracked. Uh, is that something where he's staying in touch with not only Pfizer, but people from that standpoint to understand how you guys can, can implement that into your, uh, into your app as well? Well, so the implementation of the vaccine into the application, that particular uh, module is simple from a be the corporal perspective. The thought pattern behind being able to do that has a lot to do with uh, Herman's um, experience in the pharmaceutical world, right? It has a lot to do with the foresight of being in the medical world and how things progress. You have a you have a start and you have an end. And so what is the end goal? So we couldn't in any good conscience develop, you know, be the corporal when, without having that particular uh, uh, module as a option moving forward, understanding with all of our faith and hope that a vaccine would come at some point, just like with smallpox or anything else we've gone through, right? So but having that that pharmaceutical background for Herman has allowed us to have a little bit more strategic uh, uh, insights to, you know, how this is formulated, uh, when it comes out, what are the things that you're looking for, you know, how do you quantitate 
uh, the actual vaccine itself. And then the management of that is just more of a pure technology collaboration of once we get this information, what do we do with it? How do we make sure it's secure? Because within our application, the biggest thing and the biggest component around the platform is security. Because you're dealing with data uh, uh, and you have to be HIPAA compliant uh, to ensure that, you know, personal data is not being leaked out or is not being attacked from some malicious malware or anything of that nature. So yes, Herman was a was a very important part to the strategy as as it relates to preparing for vaccination starting within the United States for Vita Corpo. I love that, man. That seems like a dream team that you guys have uh, developed. Now, I want to ask if you are a business owner right now, is this something that if they contact Vita Corpo, they can implement in a pretty quick standpoint? Like are, are we at, at, at go point and then what's the scalability of the app? So, yes, any business, um, one, two, five, five thousand, five million can contact Vita Corpo. Um, the, the larger you are, you know, uh, there are price points that allows you from a volume perspective, uh, to make it affordable. While we're saying, you know, it could be from 30 to $50 a year for a person. Well, you know, still that's a part of someone's budget. Right. Uh, so go time, we call that uh, the onboarding process. You know, we don't uh, we would need to know how many people we're working with to make sure that we have the devices that you choose from the process you want to use. So you might say, you know, on my athletic department, I want to use watches because, you know, I just want them to push a button and that's it. Or you might say we can't afford for every athlete. I need a kiosk scanner. And how many of those scanners do you need? And so everything that we produce uh, from a hardware perspective is Vita Corpo hardware. So it's tightly integrated with our application. And so if we have all of that information, we, we begin the building process if we do not already have it in stock. And so you're looking at anywhere from like a, a, a week and a half to two weeks that we're able to get going, right? You're looking at if, if we are ordering, you know, hardware, uh, from our distributor, then you're looking at like three weeks to to make sure all the hardware is in, tested, and things of that nature. So that I mean that's great. I also love the customization around that, where you guys are working and not saying this is the app, this is how it works. Hope it works for you. You're really working with them to develop uh, the program that fits not only their budget but fits what they're looking for. I think that's awesome. Now you've been in this. I mean, we're we're now almost into 2021, which I think there'll be a lot of people that'll be excited about that, whether that means anything or not. Um, what is your advice besides corporations or business owners calling you and implementing your app? What is your advice on on what leaders of these communities need to be doing to ensure the safety? Um, and and I don't know if I don't know if this is an easy an easy question, but but what should they be looking for? What are ways that, that we as a community, as a nation, can not only come together, but but get through this? Well, you know, the quickest way to success uh, for us as a community is to abide by uh, the data. Uh, and the data tells us, you know, we need to practice social distancing and wear masks at this particular moment. Um, along with that, do something to manage this process, whether it's Vita Corpo 
or if you want to have the soldiers on the ground doing paperwork and things of that nature, you know, you have to do something. Doing nothing is a sign of failure from the start to the end. You will fail. Um, and what we are employing uh, people to do is don't fail, because if you fail, we fail as a community. No matter if we're in different states or not, we're failing because we're losing people. So that's my first thing. You, you have to do something. The second thing is you should have, when you're doing something, policies and procedures in place that support whatever that something is, right? Because that process has to be documented so that it could be um, used over and over and, and analyzed to see if there's any gaps between what you're doing and the results that you're receiving and the results you should be receiving to be successful. Once you have that baseline, now how do I automate it? And so whether it is a Vita Corpo program or a self-developed, you know, internal uh, program that you're utilizing, do something that would allow you to be more efficient and managing the tasks associated with responding to the COVID-19 virus. Uh, that is the approach that we took, which is why we have a platform that allows you to do it in one single location. It looks at all of the management uh, of people within any organization that allows you to individually uh, communicate with those those individuals securely, safely, without exposing their data, their personal data, not only to to the world but to you. Because all you need to know from uh, from that output is that this person has gone through the vital checks and it passes everything that my company says they need to pass. So you see green or you see red versus, hey, his temperature was X and his blood oxygen level was 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 B. So you don't see that data, right? Um, so those three components are going to provide you a good platform uh, for success. And then as you gravitate to success, understand your fail points. If my fail point is, 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 act, is coming about over and over and over again, then I have a gap. I have something that I need to fix. And with this platform, it's going to show you where your fail points are, right? It's going to show you actionable real-time data that say, you know what? Every day, Brian is taking this test five times. So you guess what? It might not be that Brian has a, a, a vital uh, problem. It might that be that Brian is just getting out the shower and taking a test. So his body temperature and things are not normal. And so, okay, Brian, we need to think about how you're, when you're taking your test, because when you're taking your test, it's failing five times a day. And then it finally kicks in at the sixth opportunity and you're successful. Or if I continue to get people to, you know, come to the facility. And let me make this point. One of the, one of the things that we thought about when we initially started the platform was that when people are gathering to take temperature, if the person is infected, then what does that really mean? That everybody else around them now has a possibility of being infected. So the remote capability of what we were doing stimulated that idea of, okay, do it remotely. Don't come in to do testing. Do testing prior to coming. And then if you pass, you know you can go to work. And if you don't, you know you need to stay at home and then actions will be taken. So those are those are some of the things that, you know, you know, we we think through. I love that. 
Now, before we we wrap this up, uh, I think there'll be a lot of business owners um, that listen to this that will be interested in, in learning more. What is the best way for them to get in touch with you and get in touch with Vita Corpo? Uh, the easiest way is to, you can send an email to info at vitacorpo.com. Uh, you can go to our website at vitacorpo.com and that information is available. And I'm brave enough, you know, you can, <laughs> you can call me and, uh, 512-844-8352. And I'll be more than happy to set and talk and strategize with what you're currently doing and how to get where you're going. You know, whether you're using Vita Corpo or not, because once again, this is personal for us. Yeah. I mean, that, I think you, um, you just nailed that on the head right there is that you're willing to have conversations with people, whether they're interested or, or, or maybe they don't know. Um, but you just want to help out. And that's really what our nation's going to need. And really the entire world to get through this because this is something that is uh, is crazy. I was driving by a high school today and it said class of 2021. And I just it almost brought a tear to my eye thinking there's seniors in high school that might not even go to high school this year, which is crazy. So it takes companies like you. It takes leaders like you to develop things like this that are going to get us back to where we we want to be, whatever that norm looks like. Um, But I just want to say thank you on behalf of the community in Charlotte and our country I really do appreciate people like yourself and Herman and the rest of your team um, for challenging yourselves to take your skill set and and whether it was profitable or not, really go at it and say, we need to develop something that can make a difference. And that right there is how you leave uh, a legacy. So thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, Brian. <clears throat> thank you, Scott. Uh, I look forward to the opportunity to converse further. And if there are any questions or any strategic talks that you guys might have around this topic, please uh, invite me. I'm more than happy. Uh, whether it's 6 a.m. in the morning or not, I'm, I'm happy to jump on. Thank you so much, Greg. Very informative and really, really cool. We, we appreciate you taking the time. Love it. Thank you. So if, yes. you, if you are listening, please like, uh, comment, share. Uh, if you have any questions, you can reach out to Scott or, uh, or me and we can get you uh, in touch with Greg. I'm going to share your information with some people that I think would be interested uh, in bringing you on some some webinars, sharing some uh, some information with some other business owners as well. I, I really think this is something that could take off and, and really help a lot of people. And plus, like I said, I'm a sports guy. So like, keep football going, man. That's like, whatever we got to do, let's keep football on the television. It keeps me sane. And, uh, and, and I love it. So thank you so much, Greg, for joining us on the Brand Builders Podcast. Not a problem. Us short people got to stick together. That's right, my man. <laughs> That's right. Short people do big things, everybody. All right. I appreciate you, man. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much, Greg. Nice to meet you, man. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.